of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ with your host, Stevie R. Butler. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Good evening. Thank you for tuning into the Gospel Light Radio Show. I'm your host this evening, Stevie R. Butler from the state of North Carolina with my co-host, Glenn McMillian from the state of Texas, Courtney Carruthers from the state of Illinois, Steve Corder from the state of Illinois, Dr. Frank Washington from the state of Florida, Clay Phillips from the state of Georgia, Brian Christian Coleman from the state of New Jersey, and Robert Lee Johnson from the state of of Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, we are grateful that you are tuning into our radio broadcast this evening. This radio show is being brought to you by loving and faithful members of the Churches of Christ. We would ask you to take out your Bibles and study along with us. We're very excited to plan for your enlightenment, spiritual enlightenment and your edification. If you'd like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give me a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. And also, I want to tell you as well, if you uh, want to just listen to the show and not tie up your cell phones, uh, receiving your incoming or outgoing cell phone calls. You can also go to the Blog Talk Radio website. I've updated all of my advertising with this information. Just go to the Blog Talk Radio website, and you will see the live uh, headings there. And just click on that live heading, and you should be able to see Stevie B's Media Production. That show is being broadcast live as we speak on that website. All right, that's either on the first or second page. You will see that on that website. 
If you uh, have any questions for any of my co-hosts or any comments for my co-hosts, you can send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at at, yahoo.com, or you can give me a call at Stevie B Media Productions at Carolina Studio at 910-491-6405. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and stay along with us here on the Gospel Light Radio Show. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Before we go into our program for this evening, I would ask that you would bow with me in a word of prayer that we may thank God for this opportunity. Our most kind, gracious, loving, heavenly Father, the Father, our Lord, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to go through the various activities of the day and placing it on our hearts that we are on this broadcast, and we're prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine word. Father, we pray that you will be with my co-host, Clay Phillips, on the show this evening as he breaks unto our listeners the bread of life. We also pray that you will bless his family that supports his efforts, that he may continue to sow the seed of the kingdom. While we pray that you will bless, uh, be with our listeners this evening that are tuning in through Blog Talk Radio via Blog Talk Radio as well as through social media. We pray that they may listen well and that their hearts may be pricked as they consider their eternal stance before you and their soul salvation, and it will cause them to ask the question, what must I do to be saved? Father, we thank you so much for sending the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, to die such a cruel death on Calvary's cross. For we recognize that without such a sacrifice, we will not have a hope of eternal life. Father, even now, we ask that you'll forgive us for the sins we've committed in our minds and our bodies, For we know our flesh is weak, and we often fall short of thy will. For we pray that you'll continue to bless us and keep us and love us all the days of our lives. And that we have been faithful unto death. For we pray that you will save us. For it's in Christ's name we do ask it all. Amen. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the broadcast. Our speaker for this evening will be Brother Clay Phillips. He serves with the, as the evangelist for the Rose City Church of Christ there in Thomasville, Georgia. He'll be making his proclamation of the gospel of Christ, and he will be the only speaker on the broadcast this evening. We'll just have one speaker, my uh, co-host that was doing our shout-out question on this evening, uh, let me know that they have a power outage out there in the state of Florida, at least where he is in his location. So we'll just have one speaker on the show this evening. And I do believe you will enjoy what you hear from Brother Clay, because he always does a great job. So one speaker is really enough (laughs) for this broadcast anyway. So Brother Clay can definitely do a good job in taking care of that anyway. So thank you uh, for joining us here on the Gospel Light Radio Show. We're always excited to put these broadcasts on on a Thursday evening because we know that we're going to get some sincere preaching from my uh, co-hosts on this broadcast, and I don't take any of this for granted. So thank you for joining us here on the Gospel Light Radio Show. After the break, the next voice you hear be that of my co-host, Clay Phillips. Enjoy the show. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Send the light. 
listening to the gospel light radio show give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of jesus christ now my co-host clay phillips and his subject trash admiring trash good evening once again i want to thank brother steve for allowing us to be able to proclaim god unadulterated truths here on the radio show and um, I'm just glad to see those that are tuning in with us. And we just want to say that we have been going through some tough times, and and we uh, want to continue to pray for uh, the school that had 19 uh, kids shot. And so we want to be mindful of the parents of those kids. Uh, most of us have either grandchildren or children that um, help us understand and recognize that anybody with any kind of conscience would be in prayer for those families. Now, 
If you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. I want to start reading at verse number 6, and I'm going to terminate at verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 through verse 14. And we find these words written, and these things, brethren, I have in a figure transferred to myself and to Apollos for your sake, that ye might learn in us not to think of men above that which is written, that no one of you be puffed up one against another. For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that didst not receive? Now if thou didst receive it, why does thy glory as thou hast not received it? Now ye are fool, now ye are rich, now he says ye are fool, now ye are rich. Have you not reigned as king without us? I would to God you did reign that we also might reign with you. I think that God have set forth us the apostles last as it was appointed. We are a spectacle unto the world, unto the angels, and unto men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but ye are wise in Christ. We're weak, but you're strong. Ye are honorable, but we are despised. Even unto the present hour, we both hunger and thirst and are naked and are baffled and have no certain dwelling place. And labor, working with our own hands, being reviled, we bless, being persecuted, we suffer it, being defamed, with, we entreat, we are made as the filth or the trash of the world. And are the offscorning of all things unto this day. Then in verse 14, he says, I write not these things to shame you. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want you to understand. I'm not trying to shame you. But as my beloved son, I warn you. So here we find the lesson that we're looking at now is trash. Admiring trash. <laughs> the Apostle Paul here deals with a proverbial expression. Paul is telling the church at Corinth not to be or to go beyond the scriptures. It is, in other words, Paul is telling uh, his readers, he says, he wants us to l learn to live by the book and, and stop following man. 
In other words, don't get caught up into man. Because all you're doing when you're following man is, he said, I, I want to use, notice now, in verse 6 he says, and these things, brethren, I have in a figure transfer. In other words, figuratively, I want you to understand that all we are are trash. <laughs> Woo! He, don't, don't admire me to the point where you overlook the word of God. That's why he said in verse 13, being defamed, we entreat. We are made as a filter of the world and of the off-scorning or the rubbish of all things to this day. The Apostle Paul said, let us get some things straight here. Don't get caught up into preachers. Don't get caught up. So he, he addresses here the power of God in the ministry. Come here, come here. Let me tell you. He addresses, let me say it again. He addresses the power of God in the ministry. The power is not in man because all we are are vessels. Now, if, if we understand carefully the word of God and understand the teaching of the Bible, turn to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Let me show you something here. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And commence reading at verse 1. It says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, we have this ministry, as we have received mercy. The only reason I'm a preacher is I receive mercy, because I'm nothing but trance. <laughs> Woo! He says, that's the reason why I think not. That's why I keep on preaching. I know that I'm trash. I know that I'm no good. I know that. Because you remember he said uh, in one occasion, he said uh, to the church, he said, I want you to understand now something deep here. I want you to really come, come to me. The Apostle Paul said, I want you to understand something here. He said, oh, wretched man that I am. He said, there are things that I want to do that I don't do. Things I should be doing, I find myself doing. He said, oh, wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death, this trash, uh, trash, admiring trash? He said, what we're doing here, we, we're admiring one another, but really we are admiring church. The power is in the word of God. He said, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we faint, I receive mercy. We faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in crafters, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, Committing ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. The Apostle Paul said, listen, I want you to understand now, we commend our conscience. When you stand before people, you need to understand. You need to commend your conscience to them to understand that, listen, don't admire me. Don't get caught up into me. They focus on the word of God. Then he goes on and says, he said, because if we do anything else, he says, but if our gospel be hidden, woo, if our gospel be hidden, it is hidden to them that are lost. It is hidden to them that are lost. 
in whom the God, small g, of this world have blinded the mind of them which believe not, lest the light of the glory of the gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine in unto them. You know what it says in verse 5? I love this part. He says, for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Christ or Jesus' sake. For God, who commended the light to shine out of darkness. You know, he's giving us a figurative of example that, listen, we own a trash, but God picked that trash and demonstrated uh, it, it like from darkness into light. If God can take darkness, take light out of darkness, from light, darkness comprehended it not. I don't understand. I don't understand all this, but I do understand this, that don't get caught up into me. The Apostle Paul said, don't get caught up into me. Woo! But God has commanded his light to shine out of darkness. Notice what it says. Have shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And then in verse 7, he says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessel. Earthen vessel means us, men, man. We are in earthen vessel. We have this treasure. What is the treasure? The word of God. We have the word of God, this treasure, in earthen vessel. That in the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Don't, don't sit around and admire me or the ministers. And too often we, we get caught up into what man says and the ministers and what people are saying. He said, don't get caught up into that. Woo. All right, turn that text back now. Let's go back to uh, what Paul is talking about in First Corinthians chapter 4. So now, what, what is Paul addressing? Paul here is addressing, if you will, uh, he give us uh, the purpose is that none of us becomes to the point where we puff up against one another. Notice in verse number 6 of First Corinthians chapter 4, he says, and these things, brethren, I have in a figurative or figure." transferred, in the word figuratively speaking, to myself and to Apollos. He said, now, let, me, let me explain something, because uh, there are some things that are going on that everybody, that Paul was one of the rugged type preachers, and Apollos was, was very well spoken, very well educated, and, and, and you know the story about Apollos. Apollos was showing up preaching, and the Bible says, but he didn't understand the differentiation between the Old Testament and the New Testament. He was still preaching the Old Testament. And so the Bible says that uh, the couple, a, a religious couple, came and rescued him and taught him more perfectly. <laughs> Amen? So it says, uh, let me give you an example of Apollos, myself and Apollos. For your sake, that ye might learn in us, that you may learn by our example, that you may learn by our example. Uh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Uh, turn to Acts chapter 19. Acts 19. Uh, and let us let us notice now, Acts chapter 19. And uh, let, let, let me show you something here. In uh, the verse, I'm going to start reading at verse number, uh, um, Acts 19, 
And let's let's begin reading at at verse um, number one. And it came to pass that while Apollo was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper course, here's Paul and Apollos, came to the upper course, came to Ephesus, and found certain disciples, Paul and Silas, Apollos, no, Paul and Apollos, walked at Corinth. So this is what Paul is talking about here. He said unto them, Have ye not received the Holy Ghost since ye believe? They said unto them, we have not so much had heard of what had been the Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, I'll tell you what, then were you baptized? They said unto John the baptism. And then, and then said Paul, John verily baptized the baptism of repentance. Said to the people that they should have believed on Jesus Christ. When they heard this, they was baptized in the name of Jesus. So here we find that there are people that was that have been baptized. They have been baptized in the name of of John the Baptist. So here we find Paul and, now notice now, Paul and Apollos, they working together. Amen? Now, let's go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. So Paul said, I want you to understand, the figure transference, in other words, I want, I want you to understand figuratively that I'm, I'm explaining to you that we need to understand and get a grip on what we're doing. <laughs> Amen? We need to get a grip on what we're doing and how we're doing it. Why we're doing what we're doing. Amen? <laughs> okay. In other words, don't get caught up into the preachers. Trash. Admiring trash. So here, so, don't get, don't get, now what would his purpose, the purpose here is to make sure that we must Avoid extremism. That we must avoid extremism. When it comes to evaluating men and their ministry, this is what he's doing. So, so the Apostle Paul is evaluating and helping us understand when you evaluate the man and his ministry, don't become an extremist. Don't be caught, don't get locked in to the man. Turn to Matthew chapter 23. Matthew 23. And in verses 1, Jesus also warned us about this. He says, then the Bible says, then spake Jesus the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Amen? That's in your Bible. The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Hello? The scribes and Pharisees sat in Moses' seat. <laughs> what do you mean, Brother Philip? They, they, they are trash, admiring trash. Moses, listen, I, Moses, listen, y'all admire me? I, I struggle myself. So he says, he says, y'all sitting in Moses' seat. All therefore, whatsoever they did, ye observe. And observing that they want to observe what they teach. That observe and do. But do not after their works, for they say and they do not. For they find heavy burdens, grievously borne, laid them upon men's shoulders, that they made themselves will not move them with one finger. Hello? So here we look at number one, we need to understand that he addresses 
the target of the text is when it comes to evaluating the man's ministry, we need to understand in evaluating his ministry that in the man in his ministry, we need to understand it is the power of God that we need to focus on in his ministry. Did God or is he working for God? On one hand, we have, we can be so indifferent. Listen, on one hand, we can be so indifferent as the people of God, as the church, until we accept anybody to be preachers. And this is one thing I noticed over the brotherhood. Everybody want to be preachers now. Did God, are you called in the ministry? There must be a calling on your life. But how do you know you call? Because when you hear the word of God, there's nothing else you can do. When I, I was 13 and I knew that I had to be a minister, I played football, I did all this sort of stuff, and everything that, that led to, I knew I had to preach the word of God. I knew it. And so here we find, is, what, what, what are you dealing with here? Brother Philip, what are you talking about? I want you to understand the calling on your life is about the word of God. Amen? All right, okay. Uh, let's, let's go a little further then. Let's go a little further. Y'all ready for this? All right. Then it says, the Apostle Paul says, and these things, this he did, and these things, have brethren, he says. I think I'm still on. Yes. These things are figuratively speaking. Apollos, for, uh, for your sake. In other words, God, what God is doing is for your sake. Remember that now. Whatever God is doing, He's doing it for your sake. Let let me say it again. Whatever God is doing, he's doing it for your sake. Let me say it one more time. Whatever God doing, he's doing it for your sake. Through the ministry. On 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 one hand, we what? We are so indifferent that we accept anybody. On the other hand, we are so hypocritical. Woo! We're so hypocritical. Paul says, you know, uh, even I uh, am fair to test. <laughs> even I will fail to test. You're so hypocritical, even I will fail to test. What, what, what are you talking about? Uh, even Jesus gave illustration of the failing of the test. Let's turn, turn your Bibles down. Let me show you something here that's interesting. Matthew chapter uh, 11. Everybody turn the Bible. Matthew chapter 11. And the verse is, start reading at verse 16. Matthew chapter 11, and the verse is number 16. Matthew 11 and 16. Matthew 11 and verse 16. We find these words written. But whereunto you shall liken this generation? So Jesus, let me let me get one thing straight. Whereunto have I likened this generation? How how do I consider this generation? what, What do I say about this generation? He says, but whereunto is it like in the generation? It is like unto a, a children sitting in a market 
and calling unto their fellow or their company and saying, we have piped unto you and ye have not danced. We have mourned unto you and ye have not lamented. So he gives an illustration of a wedding and a funeral. He said, we've done everything. We try to reach you in every way, but it doesn't work for you. We try to reach out to you, but it does not work. What's going on here? He said, we, we try to do everything possible for you, but it seems like it's just not working. Wow. Okay. Then he gives an illustration. Now, this is Jesus giving an illustration. He said, for John, now, now, now the illustration he's giving us, understand this now, the illustration he's giving us is not true. <laughs> In other words, the way you look at it is not true. So he's giving us illustration, figuratively, the inevitability of a fact, that the struggle is real. And so here he's saying, he's he going to tell us and, and understand, he's going to give us some thing that is, is, this is not true. You, you, you've got everything you need, but you, gonna, you see it the wrong way. How do you look at the wrong way? Oh, verse 18, he says, for John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he is a devil. <laughs> now, you know John was a devil, but, but this is how they looked at him. And this is how the world look at us. So, in other words, when you come down to true dedication to God, you must be willing, number one, to, to go through a time uh, when people refuse you. So Jesus said, listen, uh, now you, if you back up, now look at what it said about John. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a devil. So it doesn't matter how religious you are or demonstrate how legalistic you are, how, how much you stand, how, how much you not. I don't go to a man. I don't do this. I'm not going to do, do all that. It doesn't matter because they still call you the devil. Because Jesus said, now if you back up to verse 11, in the same chapter in Matthew, if you back up to verse 11, it says, Verily I say unto you, amongst them that are born of a woman, there have not risen a greater than John the Baptist. What could God Almighty? <laughs> Jesus and I, I want you to understand. So, so, so here we find, uh, on one hand, on one hand, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, you, so indifferent that you accept anybody. On the other hand, you're so hypocritical, you accept nobody. So you, John, and himself. So John, it says, John neither was eating nor drinking, but they call him a devil. Now, now, why, now that the lie of, of John is that he was a devil. Now, what's the lie about Jesus? Verse 19. The son of man came eating, and they said, Behold, a man gloveless and a wine beveler, a friend of publicans and sinners. <laughs> now, as you said, now, look what they said about John. Then they turned around and they lied on Jesus. Now, here is a lie on Jesus. Because, now, what was the lie? The, the lie is the association 
of who Jesus associated with. Jesus was not a wine beverler or drunker. Jesus was not a wine beverler or drunker. They associated him with the publicans and the sinners because that's who he came to save. His ministry was based on the publicans and the sinners. And so the Bible says, Jesus said, listen, how do I, I look at the generation? Number one is, on one hand, you accept anybody and everybody. On the other hand, you're so hypocritical, you can't see Jesus standing right there before you. He says, but wisdom is justified of a children. <laughs> look at Jesus. So here Jesus is telling you, listen, sometimes it doesn't matter what a person do. How do it? What you do? They are going to continue to just lie on you. In other words, he said, "I want you to understand. They rather trash at my trash." Now he's not discouraging ministers. This is not a discouraging. What he's doing here, he's letting us know the importance of our ministry. Okay, okay. Uh, let, let me help you. Let me help you. It is important that we try the Spirit. It is important that we try the Spirit. In other words, you must understand the severity of the ministry. Look at, look at, everybody turn your Bible now to uh, First Epistle of John. First Epistle of John, chapter 4. John, chapter 4, and begin reading at verse 1. John, chapter 4, verse 1. Now, he's telling us to try the Spirit. He wants you to understand now. That it is, it is important. The ministry is important. He says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits where they be of God. Because many, notice what it says, that many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. This is how you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of antichrist. The word anti means against Christ. Where are ye have heard that it should come? Even now already, it's already in the world. Wow. It is already in the world. But verse 4 says, ye are of God, little children. And have overcome them because, notice now, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore, speak them of the world. And they that heareth them, we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Thereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Why? Because when we preach the Bible, the important thing is you try the spirits to make sure that that spirit is of the word of God. Amen? To make sure the spirit of God is the word of God. All right, now, and then uh, in, in his introduction, and we must avoid extremists, uh, we must be careful not to grieve the spirit. We must be careful not to grieve the spirit. So as uh, trash admiring trash, 
We need to understand now, don't grieve the spirit. Don't get caught up into uh, what man is, is doing and, and what they're saying and how they say it. Because Paul said, uh, let me address something here. Turn to Ephesians chapter 4 and the verses number 30. Ephesians 4 and the verses number 30. And, and we find these words, Ephesians 4 and the verses number 30. It says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. It said, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Now, now what do I mean by the grieve not the Holy Spirit of God? Let, let, let me help you. It means uh, the counsel. Don't rebel against the counsel of God. <laughs> Tell me God ain't good, church. In other words, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. So he tell us, he said, now, don't grieve the Spirit. Don't, don't, don't. Ignore the counsel of God. If you go down there, you're going you're gonna to be wrong. Don't do that. Don't, don't go there. So here it's teaching us, don't grieve. Grieve not the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God. For ye are sealed unto the day of judgment. Then it says, how do you grieve the Holy Spirit of God? Number one, it says in verse 31, uh, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And within your intent, you greet the Holy Spirit when you come uh, to the church and the hidden word of God, but your intention is not good. That's how you grieve the Holy Spirit. And verse 32 says, and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Hello? Forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake, have forgiven you. If God forgave you, why can't you forgive them? Hello? If God forgive you, why can't you forgive other people? Hello? <laughs> Somebody ought to say amen. All right. Let's get into, let's go back to our text. Uh, and let's go, uh, turn back to First Corinthians chapter 1, chapter 4, 1 Corinthians, about 10 miles back, 1 Corinthians, chapter 4, and verse is number 1. 1 Corinthians, chapter 4, and the verse is number 1. Uh, look at here. Let me show you something here. Uh, God is good. Ain't God good? 1 Corinthians, the chapter is um, 4, and verse, let's, 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 verse 6, say the time. Now, let me, let me say something this. Isaiah warned us. Isaiah 64 and verse 6, he talked about, he says that um, we need to be mindful that our righteousness come before God as a filthy rag. So, so, in other words, trash, admiring trash. Understand this. Our righteousness, catch on to this now, our righteousness uh, it's unclean. It's an unclean thing. As he says, it's an unclean thing. Our righteousness are before God as a filthy rag. Oh, look at him. Say something, somebody. That it is a filthy rag. Amen? It is a filthy rag. All right, let's go a little further then. Go back to um, 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Now, what I want to do is I want to uh, give you three characteristics of a true, a true minister's 
uh, ministry of God, the true ministers of God, their ministry. What is what is to recognize the true ministry? Now, the Apostle Paul gives us three things that we can recognize that we should be mindful not to get caught up into uh, and tr- being trash and admiring trash because uh, th- that Jesus Christ is the Savior. So he, it, three things. Now, three homiletics. Let me give you these homiletics. Number one, the first homiletic in the text is verse 1 through verse 6. So if you read 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 4, verse 1 through verse 6 is the faithfulness of the minister, the faithfulness of the steward. So in verse 1 through verse 6, the first homiletic is the faithfulness of the steward, of the ministers. Uh, uh, Number two, from verse 7 through verse 13, it gives us the humbleness uh, of the fight, the humbleness of the fight. In other words, that we are spectacle, that we are uh, rubbish, that we are trash. It keeps us humble. <laughs> Tell me God that good job. It keeps us humble. Number three, number three, uh, verse 14 to verse 21 of the text give us the tenderness of a loving father, the spirit of God. <laughs> I know I'm not going to finish it. Okay. It gives us the tenderness of the love of God. It gives us the tenderness of how God loved us so much. So now let's look at uh, the first one, if you will, the faithfulness. And then we'll uh, do a series of lessons. We'll come back the next time we come back. So let's look at the faithfulness of the steward. So let's back up now. Let's go to um, verse 1 through verse uh, 6 of the faithfulness of the steward. Now, now understand this. When you're talking about the steward of God, it's it talking about the word here is translated uh, a, a, a slave. Y- y'all listen to this now. It, it's talking about a slave. It is uh, to be uh, the under-role, to, to under-role. It is uh, the Greek word, uh, gallo slave which means to under rope, to be under a boat, to be in the ship on the third level, on the bottom level. And so here we find there are three decks. So there's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Christ is, is the one that went down into the pit to, to redeem us from the pit. So the under rope here, the ministry of the steward is the under So the steward on the ship is oftentimes is not seen. Why? Because they are the under row of the ship. They are under the ship and they roll the ship. And so here, uh, you might not see a lot of those that are stewards and that are uh, working together. So here, the Apostle Paul said in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, let a man be count of us as of the ministers of Christ as stewards of the mysteries of God. In other words, this thing is a mystery. Uh, So he said, I want you to be mindful. I want you to be helpful. I want you to recognize your usefulness because the word uh, under rule is hypo 
Rekas uh, in the Greek, Haporekas, which is uh, the underroad to roll your ship, to roll your ship. And so it said, moreover, it is required in the steward that a man be found faithful underrowing. In other words, the, the things that folks don't see about you, that you are faithful in your studies, that you are faithful in your prayers, not, not just talking about in the pulpit. Whoa, somebody said men. Not just in the pulpit, but when you're in your on the road, how you feel on the inside. Do you really love the Lord? Are you really serving the Lord? Uh, uh, turn to First John 3. If I turn the Bible now, to First John 3. Boy, my time, time to go by fast. First John chapter 3, and the verse is number 20. First John chapter 3, and the verse is number 20. And we find these words written. It says, for if our heart condemn us. <laughs> and, and so this is the reason why he says, John is telling us in his knowledge, epistle, that you row. And in your rowing, he says, in our heart, in, the, in our hearts, if our heart condemn us, he said, I want you to understand, you keep rowing because God is greater than our heart. And knowing all things. I, I'm, I'm thankful that God knows all things. I don't want to know all things. Because if I knew all things, I know what you've done. I'm not as nice as God. Because I'm not God. I am trash. Don't admire me. Admire the word of God. <laughs> because God knows everything. He omnipresent, omniscient. We cannot handle knowing everything. I can't handle, you can't handle knowing everything. John said, I want you to understand that you can't manage what God said. You remember Job got upset God, and Job said, God, you know, uh, why are you doing me like this? And why all this going on? And God said, now, Job, let, let me talk to you. Uh, now, don't forget now, you, uh, where were you? when I threw out the stars and the sun and the moon and, and I created this earth, where were you? Don't you get beside yourself now. Because I told Satan, and John, uh, Job didn't know all this. He said, to God, where was you? He didn't know about God and Satan battle. And oftentimes in our lives, we don't know about what God is doing in our lives to, to help us. All we know is we're we struggling. And so here, let me give you let me wrap this thing up uh, in the faithfulness of, of the steward. Let's go back now to uh, our text, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Now, let's look at verse uh, number 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and the verses number 2. Moreover, it is required of the steward that a man be found faithful. And what do we mean by here, a man is be found faithful? It means the underroll, okay? The underroll. To be found faithful. Now, then the apostle give us three judgments here. Write this down. He give us three judgments. Number one, the first judgment is man's judgment. I'm, 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 I'm gonna finish this up, Lord's will, and then we'll come back on the next one and pick back up and on the humbleness of the fight. Uh, the first judgment is man's judgment. 
Number two is self-judgment. Now, man's judgment is found in verse three. We'll look at it. Yeah, I'm going to read it in, in a second. Uh, the second judgment is a self-judgment. Self-judgment. And that's found in verse four. And, and then... Uh, and then the third judgment is God's judgment, and that's found also in verse 4 in the B section, okay? So here we find, here we got uh, the Apostle Paul gives three judgments in the life of a steward that help us roll. <laughs> Good God Almighty. Help us roll. Help us uh, stay humble. All right? The first judgment is God's is man's judgment. Look at verse number three. It says, but with me it is a very small thing that I should be, what, judge of you. <laughs> Paul, wait, wait a minute. Now, let's, let's, let's get one thing straight now. Uh, all of us are trash. How are we going to judge one another? He says, but with me it is a very small thing that I should be judge of you. He says, of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not my own self. Because I know who I know me. I know my struggles. So he said, I want you to understand this. Don't get caught up into man. Don't get upset with people. Oh, okay. He's, in other words, he said, stop criticizing one another. Woo. Romans chapter, Romans 14 and 4. Let, let me say right there. Yeah. Romans 14 and the verses number 4. He says, Who art thou that judges another's man's servant? <laughs> Who do you think you are? You walk on somebody else's job and tell that man how to do the work that his boss has given him. So figuratively, the apostle Paul is saying, Listen, I'm, I'm being physical there trying to show you that all of us are trash, admiring trash. He said, who are you to judge another man's servant? Where you get off at? How you got past security? Where are you? He said, who art thou that judges another man's servant? To him, to his own master, he standeth up falling. Quit sending folks to hell. You know, what, what, who gave you the authority? to send anybody anywhere on another man's job. For God is able to make his service stand. Whoa, tell me God ain't good. God is able to make his servant stand. God is able, y'all. Don't get caught up with everybody else saying. God is able. Notice what verse number five. He said, one man esteemeth one day above another day. Uh-oh. Now, Paul here addresses some issues that they was having there. He said, one man extended one day as another. Because, you know, they were transferred from the Sabbath to the first day of the week. One man extended one day above another. Another extended that day alike. <laughs> every, let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind, in his own world. You just keep on rolling. It said, he that regarded the day, regarded it unto the Lord. And he that regarded not the day, to the Lord he does not regard it. 
He that eateth, eateth unto the Lord. For he, he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not. And giveth God thanks. And that's what they were arguing about uh, um, meat and pork. And they were saying, and Paul said, listen, y'all, y'all talking about the wrong thing. Yeah, you, you are trash, admiring trash. It said, for none of us live to himself, and no man died to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord. Oh, so the first judgment he addresses is man's judgment. Don't, don't get caught up to what man's judgment and all that stuff and, and how they think about you. And, and because uh, he that judges you going to be judged yourself. Now, you remember what Jesus said, and Paul wrote also in Galatians, let, let, let me share it to you. In Galatians chapter 6, you remember now he said in verse number 7, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, he says, be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man showeth, that shall also reap. Now, most people think that's talking about uh, fruit, and, and uh, but he's talking about the Old Testament and New Testament. That's what he's talking about here. How do you know? Because you, if you back up uh, to uh, chapter 3, the whole argument was about uh, the Old New Testament. You say, oh, foolish Galatians, who have been with you that you shall not obey the truth? Before who I, Jesus Christ, have ever been set forth, crucified among you. This only what I learn of you. Receive you the Spirit. <laughs> Did that Spirit? Receive the Spirit by the work of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? Are you trash, admiring trash so much, begun in the Spirit? Are you not made perfect by the flesh? Have you not suffered so many things in vain, if it yet be in vain? He, therefore, that minister unto you, minister work, mi- miracles amongst you. Then the word, so then you go back to uh, uh, Galatians chapter 3. Let's go back to Galatians chapter uh, uh, 3. And the verse is number uh, 1 again. He said, oh, uh, verse number uh, 3, O foolish Galatians, who have, O foolish Galatians, who have been with you? O foolish Galatians, have you begun in the spirit? Are you made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If it be yet in vain, he therefore that ministers, listen, he therefore that ministers unto you, uh, does it by the work of the law? Now turn to, turn to uh, Galatians chapter 6. So this is what he's talking about. He says, be not deceived, God is not mocked, but whatsoever man soweth, that shall also reap. Talking about the sowing of the Old Testament law and the New Testament spirit by law and grace. So it says, for ye that soweth to the flesh, talking about the Old Testament law. Flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth by the spirit, talking about the New Testament grace, shall the spirit reap everlasting woo, life or life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially them of the household of faith. So go back to, let's go back now to 1 Corinthians. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians. And the chapter is 
4. Let's go back to our text. So here we find the Apostle Paul gave three judgments in our text. Number one was the judgment of man. Don't you let man um, be judging you. you. You do what the Bible says. Because we're going to look at that um, next time, that, uh, that we judge by the word of God and what the Bible says. And everybody, we got too many folks uh, on one hand that are so indifferent, they accept, they accept everybody. Then you have some folks that are legalistic, they want to accept Paul, Jesus, nobody else. So here we find, the thing is, uh, have self-judgment. So Paul addressing, they're not saying that your judgment of self is going to be always on task, because that's why you got to try the spirits to make sure you're on task. And then the, the latter judgment is God's judgment. Notice 9, verse 4, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 4. For I know nothing by myself, yet am I not hereby justified. Then it says, but he that judges me is the Lord. So he addresses the judgment of God. He that judges me is of God. What it mean by judges me is of God? So here Paul says, I want you to understand, then he starts dealing with the criticism of the church of people judging one another. Now, I'm not going to have time to deal with this, but let me give you just a little background on it. He gives us three uh, profound criticism of the world, of, 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 of the church that are going through some issues here. Number one, they argue uh, uh, in verse number five, they'll give us verse five, six, and verse five, six, uh, and the latter part of six, the B section, give us the wrong time, the wrong standard, and the wrong motive. And we'll talk about that the next time. We'll look at the, the threefold criticism of uh, folks that trying to judge you and trying to tell you how you ought to be doing when the Bible, that God teaches us the word of God, that we preach the Bible and stick with the word of God, and this is what God will judge us by. Man's judgment, uh, the, the, don't even worry about it. You move on. Self-judgment, uh, be confident enough to try the spirit, to try to make sure you're up there. Then God's judgment will help you, and we're going to look at uh, how we are to be critical of the judgment that God does and that we do. Uh, Paul closed this section with the criticism that we must be, and he warned us about, be careful. Don't get caught up into trash, admiring trash. Don't, you don't go to the garbage dump and look at the garbage dump and say, oh, man, this is beautiful. You go to what God created. Go to the mountains and go to the rivers and you go see the seas and you go see what God created. And it is beautiful. And then you say, this is what God made. But the trash, we put it there. I'm your speaker, Brother Clay Phillips. Uh, remember this. Keep it real. Now, there are five things you must do to become a Christian. The five things that the Bible gives us. Let me say it again. There are five things that help us thank God Jesus died for us. You must hear the gospel. The gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He is the one that brought us out of the trash. He is the best. He is that Savior. You must hear the gospel, believe, Repent, confess, and be baptized, and that'll make you a new creature in Christ Jesus. When I come out of understand and send out some of the invitation, and those of you that are listening uh, by Facebook, uh, 
you also uh, give your life, call the church, call someone, and those that are here, um, you got opportunity to be saved. May God bless you. I'm going home. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going home. I'm going home. To see my Lord. I'm going home. I'm going home. Said I'm going home. Listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show.
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the broadcast. We've just had a great time here on Blog Talk Radio, the Gospel Light Radio Show. I really do appreciate my co-host, Clay Phillips, and that fine message that he uh, gave on this broadcast. I was listening very intently because he said something that really uh, hit close to home for me regarding uh, this ministry that we have here. And we do not take any of this for granted. We just got to do what we know to do is right because our purpose here is to simply to glorify the God of heaven and not ourselves. So that's why I appreciate every week these gentlemen coming on this broadcast and preaching and teaching the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. This is important because they always do a great job, and I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're just thrilled to be able to bring you a weekly broadcast, and it's our prayer that the lesson that was given on the broadcast this evening have been beneficial to your spiritual lives and your relationship with the Lord's been strengthened because you're not only tuning in this radio show, but you've given yourself over to a study of God's Word. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler, and I want to say on behalf of all of my co-hosts here on the Gospel Light Radio Show, we really do appreciate your love and support for these radio programs. Good night, everybody. God bless you. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Look at here, y'all. If you're tired of the devil, pressing us down. Come on, y'all. Come on, it's time to fight. Well, I know, I know it seems like the devil. It seems like he's winning sometimes. But I came here to let you know that the devil is God is true. God said, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Come on. Look at your neighbor and say, Go get your armor. Go get your armor and fight the fight. Uh-huh. Go get your helmet, get your sword, and get your shield. Time to stand. Steady, do God's will. Everything. Everything is gonna be okay. Yeah. Look out, the enemy is on his yeah. way. Yeah. Watch out now. Come on. But with God, everything. I came to tell you. You don't have nothing to worry about. Just keep your faith in the master. I need a witness that. Marissa.
we're not afraid of being lost. Come on. Light Radio Show, episode 268. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. If I hold my peace and lift the Lord, but all of my battles, I know victory shall be. Got to be mine, got to be mine. If I hold my peace and lift the Lord, but all of my battles, I know It ain't gonna prosper, no, it's gonna 